Fernando is faster than you. Hello everybody, Fernando Campos here and welcome to Fernando is Faster Than You. We just had one of the best races of the season so far, a cracker in Coda, and we escaped from the United States with the championship still alive or, well, sort of. We could divide that epic race in three main topics. First, they start, which we saw pretty much half of the field flying around with debris and accidents happening at the same time. Then we had the strategic battle going all the way through the race, especially between the main contenders and the main fighters for the win. And we saw the, the, the fight going to the last lap. And also the battle between Luis and Vettel, which will still go to Mexico, even though Sab needs a miracle and a half to take it to Interlagos. So without further ado, let's talk about the first topic. Let's start, of course, by the start. It was kind of a surprise to see the whole field going through first corner cleanly, with the exception of Carlos Sainz, of course, who supposedly left the track and took advantage. He received the penalty for it later on. But as we got to the S section, we started to see the incidents happening one after the other, starting by Lance Stroll. He pretty much drove into Fernando Alonso. He tried a maneuver that we usually try in video games, but he decided to try in real life because why not? And he's kind of creating a reputation with Fernando Alonso. The Spaniard is not actually pleased with the succession of incidents with Lance Stroll. He became a pretty fond fan of bowling and he even gifted us with this radio. I don't know how much damage I have. These guys are uh, impossible to race with. Impossible. And they cannot do the stars like this, you know. You cannot go into the corners crashing with other cars. You can understand why Fernando Alonso was so pissed off, because he prepared himself the whole weekend to get taken out in the fourth or fifth corner by a driver who is getting involved in incidents with him quite often. So you can understand his side. And, uh, well, it was pretty much Lance Stroll's fault. He lost the breaking point. He forced an overtake where he shouldn't force it. And so there was the race done for Fernando Alonso. And for Lance Stroll, too, he received a drive-through penalty and he was last for the whole race after that point. Now, when we got to the second sector, we had Grosjean losing completely his braking point and obliterating uh, Charles Leclerc. The Sauber driver could still continue, but uh, Romain Grosjean had to retire there. And uh, that was one more problem for Romain Grosjean and one more problem for Haas, who not only had one of their drivers leaving the first lap, but also had uh, Kevin Magnussen getting disqualified after the race for fuel infractions, so this was a weekend to forget for Haas at home, even though they had such a nice mood going into the race, and they had a good momentum, they could get good points, but they left with their hands empty. Now, the incident was pretty much Roman Grosjean's fault, he lost his breaking point, and he avoided the foreseen it, but he couldn't avoid uh, Charles Leclerc. This is a problem for Grosjean, because he's accumulating points in his driver's license, and... Uh, if he commits another penalty, if he gets more points in Mexico, he will be banned from the race in Brazil. So this is getting to a point where it's dangerous for Grosjean to be forcing this kind of moves because he can get into trouble. He can't put his season in jeopardy. I can't say he can put 2019 in jeopardy because he has a contract already, but this is not contributing to his side as a Haas driver. So this one also completely Grosjean's fault. He lost the breaking point and he felt quite sad for it because this could be potentially a great race for Haas. And of course, the last incident of them all was Vettel against Ricardo. Vettel survived the first corner, which is a rarity now in, <laughs> in the 2018 season. He was putting a good move in Ricardo. It was going on as a nice battle in the third sector. They were, they were going side by side through lots of corners. But when they got to a certain point, Vettel couldn't hold on and he lost it on his own. It was not a contact with Ricardo. Ricardo left plenty of room for him. 
but Vettel forced another move in the first corner that put his race in jeopardy. So this was another case of a first lap incident for Vettel. We saw this in France, we saw this in Italy, and now again in the United States. So Vettel is trying to make everything happen in the first lap, and as we all know, you can't win races in the first corner, but you can't lose many. In France, it was the first corner. In Italy, it was the fourth. And now he survived until the third sector. But again, he tried to force a move against Ricardo in a, in a moment that he had a better car. So he could pull off of the move and then try again in the straights or try to get DRS against him. So it seems like Vettel has the first lap problem over there. He tries to make everything happen when he can, when he has the opportunity, when he has the window. But then he put his race in jeopardy, spun again, fell all the way to the back of the grid, and then the incidents of the first lap were done, but they shook up the grid quite significantly. And after that, we had another thing that is becoming quite common this year, which is Ricardo pulling off the racetrack and retiring from the race. He had yet another mechanical failure. His car just turned off by itself. So this is a nightmare of a second semester for the Australian driver, but that generated the virtual safety car that shook up the strategy options of the front of the pack. Hamilton tried to get a pit stop advantage against Raikkonen and that proved to be the best strategy in the first moments because Hamilton got ahead of the fin after he had to make his stop and he had almost a 20 second advantage. It looked like Hamilton could stop again, put softer tires and go back to the racetrack. And you have to remember that they started on the ultra soft. Verstappen all the way in 18th started on the soft and was now creeping up the podium with super softs. He had already used his softs. It was quite important for Hamilton and uh, Kimi to have good tires at this moment, but Lewis uh, stopped quite early, came back with softs, hoping that they could take him to a reasonable point in the race where he could stop, come back close to Kimi and overtake the Finn, but he had to deal with bubbles quite early, so that hindered his strategy options. He had to stop again and he came back way, way back. He had to climb all the way closer to Verstappen and Raikkonen, when Raikkonen had uh, healthier soft tires and Verstappen had super soft tires because he started with the softs and now Hamilton had to climb the field with soft tires, burning his soft tires. He couldn't put super soft or ultra soft because it was quite early for his second stop. So in the second part of the race, you had Raikkonen with healthy softs, Verstappen with super softs and Hamilton trying to climb up the field with softs that were degrading quite fast. This built up that momentum in the front pack for the podium and the win pretty much. And then you had all the drivers punching, uh, getting bunched up with one second advantage, with one second differences between them. It was quite an apotheotic end, if not for the mistakes, but the mistakes even made this ending even better. We saw Hamilton climbing closer, 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 but he couldn't close in because Verstappen was getting the benefit of the draft and sometimes the DRS from Raikkonen. But Verstappen made a mistake and then we saw the opportunity for Hamilton. He doesn't waste this opportunity. So then we saw, here we go. Hamilton is gonna be world champion in this corner right now. And for our surprise, he messed up or Verstappen could play him, could have played him quite well because he knew the corners that were coming. And we all know that you can't go side by side on that corners, on those corners that look like the Istanbul uh, turn eight. So Verstappen played him perfectly and Hamilton well, he threw his race away over there. He couldn't be world champion after that move. Also, simultaneously, Vettel was closing in on Bottas when it looked like Bottas had him under control, but Vettel managed to come back and Mercedes did a pretty much simultaneous mess up. It looks like a, synchron a synchronized maneuver because while Hamilton was getting um, while Hamilton was getting done by Verstappen, 
Bottas lost his breaking point against Vettel. He, maybe he went on the dirt and that hindered his breaking point as well. But Vettel got the move done on Bottas. And with that move done, Vettel got fourth. And Hamilton needed to win the, ra the race to be uh, world champion. And we all know that would be impossible in that stage. So with those reactions and those tires that we had put on, on, those, tire, on those cars, we had the championship controlled. Vettel escaped from the United States alive by the skin of his teeth. He can still fight in Mexico, but that will need a miracle and a half. So that's how Ricardo, with his virtual safety car, influenced the whole race and had Verstappen almost win from 18th and Hamilton almost managed a miracle to overtake Raikkonen in the closing stages. Thankfully, the Thin got his win. He had 113 races without a win. His last win was in Australia 2013 with a Lotus. That tells us how long has been since uh, Raikkonen won a race in Formula 1. It was a good result for everybody, not for Hamilton, but he can wait. It's pretty much impossible for him to lose his, this championship, but it was a great ending nonetheless. One of the best endings for a race this season. It was a great, a great thing to see three different teams fight for the win in a season that we saw that was pretty much two-sided. Red Bull could play a part there, especially with uh, Verstappen's tires. So, a great ending regardless of the results of the race. And of course we have the rivalry between Hamilton and Vettel. We got to the United States knowing that Hamilton needed to win and have Vettel finish third or lower to be world champion and we thought this was pretty much wrapped up. This proved not to be the case, especially with Ferrari getting a strategy right for the first time in a long, long time. So it was good to see the championship still going on, but we all know this is pretty much impossible for Vettel to fight back. Hamilton needs to finish 7th or lower in Mexico not to be world champion regardless of Vettel's result. So for Vettel to take this to Interlagos, he needs to win the race and have Hamilton finish 8th or lower. So pretty much Vettel needs to win the race and have Hamilton retire, which is hard since Mercedes seems to retire only one race per season. And Hamilton already retired in Austria, so yeah, we don't, we can't expect a Mercedes failure at this point. We, we can expect a Mercedes crash, but a failure is pretty much impossible. Hamilton is controlling this championship, benefiting from Vettel's mistakes, because we mentioned all the way back into the first topic that Vettel made mistakes in the first corner of France, of Italy, and now in the United States. But he also had that blunder in Hockenheim, where he made a mistake in the wet track, that pretty much ruined his championship hopes right there. Then he had that accident in Japan with Verstappen, which was, let's say, ridiculous. I know a driver has to force a, a, an overtake where he can, but he could wait. He had a better car again. It's something that he's not being able to manage. He has that eager to get the move done. And that hindered his race in Japan and also in Baku in the restart that he tried to dive bomb into third and he got relegated back to fifth losing a podium to Sergio Perez, of all people, and also lost, losing a place to Kimi Raikkonen. So Vettel is losing his championship on his own. He had a great start. He won the race. He won some of the first races. He had a commanding lead in the beginning of the, of the year. We thought that Mercedes was having to, would have to fight back, but this is not proving to be the case. Hamilton is controlling the championship, especially by his qualifying performances. He gets into a rhythm, he gets into a mood in qualifying that he had. He has that one lap focus where he knows where to put the car. He knows in each centimeter that he's putting the car that that centimeter is the best centimeter for their car to be. So he's being a driver on another level this year. And Vettel lost his cool and lost his balance as a driver 
He's throwing his, this championship away and now he needs a miracle and a half to take this to Interlagos. So just remember, Vettel needs to win the race and have Hamilton finish 8th or lower to take this fight to Brazil. I would love to see this fight going all the way to Interlagos, but I know this is pretty much impossible and it seems as though we're gonna have the Brit being a champion again in Mexico. So let's wait and see because everything can happen in the next race, but this seems to be the destiny of the 2018 season. So that's it for today guys, if you're watching this on YouTube, don't forget to like and subscribe under here. Also leave your comments if you don't agree with me or if you want to contribute to the show. If you're listening to this over on the podcast, yes we are back and yes we have a YouTube channel right now. If you want to enjoy this audio uh, product as a video, come over to YouTube and if you're watching this on YouTube but you don't usually have time to, to, to watch these videos, go over to the podcast feed. We have the feed in pretty much your favorite feed. We have it in Spotify, we have it in Anchor. So you can see yourself, we are pretty much everywhere. And guys, don't forget to check the social media for the for the channel as well, at Nando Esfercer on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Interact with us, share your ideas, share your thoughts. Guys, have a great week, have a great life, and I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.